You are listening to Wildlife Conservation India podcast by Ela Foundation Pune India and the Wildlife People. Dr. James Duncan stays in Manitoba, Canada. He is the founder of Discover Owls, an organization dedicated to education, rescue, and conservation of owls. He's studying owls for over 30 years and has authored the definitive book Owls of the World. In today's episode, he will speak to you on two strict species of owls, the great gray owl and the barred owl and relate them to the strict species in India the mottled wood owl and the brown wood owl hello friends it's a real privilege and pleasure to be here today to talk about a couple of owl species that over the last uh, 30 years I've really become familiar with through our studies and they are two big owls that live in Canada and other parts of the world and they are called the great gray owl and the barred owl and they're closely related species they're in the same group called the strix owls and what's fascinating about these two owls is that there are other species in this group that live in India and other parts of the world so it's really going to be interesting to compare and contrast what we know about these owls in Canada and what will be discovered about these owls in India. So, the birds we study, the great gray owl, it's one of the biggest owls in North America. It has a 5-foot wingspan. It's enormous. And it has a very low call that it uses to attract mates and they talk to each other. And its call sounds like this. Mm, 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 mm. And it's a very different bird from the closely related barred owl. The barred owl has a very distinctive call and it can sometimes scare people. It's also sometimes called the monkey owl because this is what it sounds like. Anyhow, so you've got this big owl, the great gray owl. It's bigger than the barred owl. But the strange thing is it has very small feet compared to the barred owl and it eats mainly one species of prey called the vole or meadow vole. And so it's a very it's a diet specialist. It's as if you were living your life and all you ate was one kind of food and say it might be pizza or rice only and that's all you ate. And because of its dependency on that one kind of prey, it can't stay in one area very long because that prey source kind of rises and falls over a 3 to 5 year period and when there's no food available for the great gray owl it can't change its diet to other eat other animals so it has to move and it goes very far it goes hundreds and hundreds of miles to look for food every 3 to 4 years so compare that to the barred owl the barred owl is a year round resident and it eats everything just like i do it eats you know a, such a huge variety of food so when one kind of food gets low it doesn't have to move it just eats whatever else is in its habitat or whatever else it can catch so it's called the diet generalist and those two different strategies affect all elements of the species life history trait 
So for example, great gray owls, they might nest with one partner, um, but right after the food drops down, they divorce, so to speak, and they go their separate ways, and next year they might be nesting with a different individual. So the barred owl is very different. And a male and a female will form a relationship and they'll stay in one area and nest together for a sometimes very long period of time. We've learned a lot about these two species over the years and we're still learning new things. But what's going to be fascinating is as research continues in India and other parts of the world, we're going to be learning about other kinds of owls in this group and how they live and how they compare to the great gray owl and the barred owl. The other interesting thing about the barred owl and great gray owl we found is that the barred owls are not very aggressive. So when we get to the nest sites they often fly to a distance and watch. And the barred owls can sometimes be very aggressive. They have a lot to, uh, they, they're quite, uh, you have to watch out because you do not want to be hit by a big owl. When you're climbing up a tree they can hit you and you can fall very far and get hurt. So we always go together, my wife and I, her name is Patsy, and we've been studying owls together for, like I said, over 30 years. And uh, her favorite owl, of course, is a different one. She likes another owl called the Northern Hawk Owl. And her eyes used to be blue, but now you look in her eyes and all you see are these little hawk owls. So the hawk owl is a species that has not been studied very much even in Canada and other and so we are looking forward to doing some new research on the northern hawk owl and it has a very interesting call as well it has a song that goes like this and again we know very little about the hawk owl we've caught maybe four or five hundred of them in the winter and we've maybe studied a few nests but uh, we are very much in a position like uh, Everything you learn about a species is so exciting because you're discovering new things. And I think even though I'm almost 60 years old now, boy, does that ever keep me young at heart. I'm so encouraged by all of the tremendous research that we've learned about here, you know, mainly in India, but also from, I believe there's over 16 countries attending this World Owl Conference. And it's such an exciting place and time to be at if you're an owl researcher or somebody interested in owl conservation because we're exchanging ideas. I've met so many wonderful people here. We've got new friendships and I think we're going to have some exciting time sharing information and working together on owls moving forward into the future because you know owls live in the same habitats that we do and if we don't protect those habitats then humans are going to be affected. And uh, one of the things we've learned about is the use of pesticides and how harmful they are to owls. Well, they can also be harmful to people. And so I think the future of owls and humans are closely related and depend on our ability to care for and love them, really. So thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to you about owls. And oh, I'm just, I can't say how excited I am to be here in India for the first time. And my wife and I are just having the most wonderful time of our lives. Thanks very much. For more episodes, log on to www.elafoundation.org slash podcasts. 
Wildlife Conservation India podcast are now available on prominent platforms like SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher and iTunes. Stay tuned.